Hello and welcome back to another episode from a podcast about a game you may or may not have already played. I'm Juicebox. And I'm Flannel Jax. And it's dangerous to go alone, so come with us this week as we explore this uh, video game. Fuck. Ugh. This week's video game. No, that's fine. I almost had it. It's dangerous. close. What? What? It's dangerous to go alone, so come with us as we explore this week's video game. That's right. That was it. What did I say? I don't. I don't know. I didn't stop you. I didn't say you did it wrong. Ugh. Anyways, uh, hi. <laughs> hi. How's hi. it going? Good. Um, good. 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 We um, uh, we just finished our one episode where we were talking about Dream Daddy, Dream Daddy, and this week we are moving on to something a little bit more um familiar I find. something more serious for sure very serious just very mm-hmm. deep and serious very pro esports gaming very we are deep. not here to have fun no we are not here to entertain no we are here we for serious gaming seriously very serious gamers esports legends mm-hmm. right here yep you know so we are so this week's video game is uh pokemon snap Ooh, the, the remake the remake so the 2022 2021 2021 let me look pokemon snap 20 oh, 20 oh 2021 period yeah so the pokemon snap obviously is nintendo 64 from the 90s mm-hmm. right incredible 90s, but yes what what you're lying 1999 eat eat my fucking dick eat Ah! my whole dick roast it like a hot dog and eat it you bitch i'll wrap it in foil and put it in the fire with butter like corn (laughs) welcome to this week's episode of the podcast where we just look up dates (laughs) <laughs> so it was originally 1999 when the yeah. original pokemon snap came out it was my favorite game in the world i loved it so so much and i think it was just because you could actually see the like sprites in real life <gasps> like it's like you were there with them what fuck so close what it did get release in europe in 2000 you fucking and i was like 2000 no no just europe not just europe America. you bitch anyway damn it sorry i got distracted a, that's fine but something about the first original one was just so exciting there wasn't a game like that with pokemon yet mm-hmm. and you were able to just like really interact like i remember you could like throw an apple and it would it would react if you hit it oh it was just so exciting but there was obviously some flaws with it and it didn't have like all the pokemon and now with like a thousand pokemon out there it was only time for them to switch it up change things and release it have you played this so i never played it the original i have very specific memories but not like a ton of nostalgia for because i didn't Mm. own it i never had a nintendo home console until the switch but for the original game it was on display in my local blockbuster so i have a ton of memories of going in and playing the display N64 and running on the rails, going through um, and, and looking at So you never got to, to go see Mew in the clouds never. and pop, never. The, pop the bubble. 
Never Ooh, ever. Did I, I? If I got to Mew, I was just like, I'm the best gamer in existence. Is no one can sports? touch me. I felt I felt like a god. Um, How often do you miss Blockbuster? Every day. Every I love Blockbuster. Day. I love it. The way me and Mr. Boxer do it is we would, it would be like a date night where yeah. we would drive to Blockbuster and yeah. hour and a half. Easy. You needed it. Easy to find a good movie. Like you were there. We were there forever. Yeah. You buy the snacks. Buy the snacks. Uh, the, the smell. Do you remember the smell, the smell of Blockbuster? Perfect. Oh, I loved I it. it. I miss it so much. Right, and then you but would here's go down the thing. Like, every aisle. Every aisle, them. you've got no displays what. of new releases. Though they're all over the place. You got posters and remember and the, the deep heartbreak so of going behind and the movie was sold out. It's gone. It's gone. Everyone had it that night, and Perfect. you you don't get oh, to watch it because you were too late. Oh, good days. It was heartbreaking, the... honestly. But you know what? Like... Not a single one of us would pay a $20 a month subscription to then go to the store. Like the business models, it just couldn't work. You know what I mean? No, 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 We no. couldn't it keep it afloat. No, 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 no. Blockbuster should have made a streaming service. They were offered the opportunity to buy Netflix before Netflix blew up. And wow. And turned it down, said that is not the future of entertainment. Stupid. And the Blockbuster show on Netflix just got canceled. Good, it wasn't enjoyable did you it watch was it? very it was bad it was very i bad. watched the first episode i was like oh that sucks but i was like i give a three two i give a three episode leniency two yeah. if it's real bad yeah so i gave it three and i was like this got a little bit better uh, did, i didn't finish it, it. No, no i didn't finish it i just no. went this is a bit boring i'm done um but speaking of boring speaking of boring I will say, yeah, Pokemon Snap isn't the most exciting game. I think it's badass. I think it's really cool in concept. I think it's incredible. I think, I it's, think it's, so it's a fun. really cool way to flesh out a very fun fantasy world that so many people want to live in and look at it from a different angle. Like this a really unique angle. Yeah, this is what I'm saying. Now, my only problem with Pokemon Snap, my only, only, only problem. So the, the game mechanic for Pokemon Snap, for anybody who hasn't played Pokemon Snap is you're this character, this photographer, mm. uh, and you get put inside of this pod There's on, you're put on a track and it's like an invisible track in these different Pokemon areas in the Pokemon mm. world that you're in and you're on and the track just moves. That's it. You don't get to control how fast it goes. You don't get to control anything. You just kind of look left to right up and down and you photograph Pokemon. And it has different mechanics of like, you have these like golden balls Damn that right you can, yeah, rock solid. Um, and you can like throw those at like flowers, and then like different things will react, and you can make different things happen. Different Pokemon sometimes they evolve, like different sort of things can happen in that aspect. But you don't get to control where you go right. or how fast or how slow you go. So that's my only thing is I wish that it wasn't a timed track. Is mm. that I could just like walk around, take take my little pictures of my Pokemon, right? You, know, you want a full cozy game mode, give oh. you an open universe oh. and just walk around and take pictures of Pokemon that have character. Cause that's oh. the thing is in the newest Pokemon, Scarlet and Violet, it is yeah. this open world and you can walk around and find Pokemon everywhere. 
but they don't have any fucking personality. They're just walking around. Whereas in Snap, I remember like so much personality. You have to wake up a sleeping Pokemon to get a specific picture of them. They're bouncing around. They have their own animations catered to their personalities and that sort you of stuff. You get more points if they're like smiling or if they're like yeah. if they're like centered perfectly. I will say some of the things are a bit funny with it, where it's like sometimes you look at the photo that's worth more points. Yeah, and you're like. There's no way this one's better. The one, the <laughs> old one is beautiful. And then because this one just hits the right, like, mechanics in the right. game, it's immediately a better photo. But it's just, like, Ooh. the other one, it's, like, the Leafeon's looking over her shoulder, looking pussy as fuck. And then in the the good one, she's, like, she's like just closer to the camera, but, like, laying down. But it's, like, right. dark. And they're, like, 100 points. And you're, like, fuck. Anyways. Who gives you the points? Is it a Pokemon professor? Yeah, so you have a professor who right. is explaining where you're going to go and how you're going to go and what you're going to see and what you need to do. Uh, and then he has his assistants um, who who help out, but they're mostly just like kids like you. Mm. Um, so yeah, it's definitely you bring it and the professor looks at your things and it evaluates them. Just like with um, Professor Oak or anything where they evaluate your Pokedex. I'm in that. So you did play a bunch of the 1999 release. Oh, I played the 1999 release literally till the moment that game broke. Like, I never stopped playing that game. I loved that game with my whole chest. Like, it is it is such a good game. There's nothing wrong with Pokemon Snap 1999. It's incredible. Yeah. So then with this one, it wasn't a remake. It was No, it was more of a reimagine. Okay, sure. I like that term. It was a reimagining. So everything was updated graphics-wise to the best of the Switch's capacity oh they tried they tried their best god they um, tried. and they updated the pokedex there was every pokemon or did they hand select it's more hand selected like there's okay. still like there's like instead of raichus there's alolan raichus you know oh, and then they'll have like the surfboard blast- riding their tail yeah a little one. surfboard they'll have like blastoise they have um they have whalmer right so there's like it's not Shut just up. the original 150 it's whalmer, it's like the the biggest whale? Pokemon in the Pokedex, I believe. Huge. Yeah. Huge. And in the game, it's like this gigantic whale that you can photograph. Cool. And it's so hard to get a good picture of it because it's so big. But it's it's a, for me, it's like for cozy gaming, mm-hmm. Pokemon Snap is just, I think, so fun. Because it's just about taking pictures. Mm-hmm. Right? There's no stakes to it. You can't die. What? You can't die. You can't hurt yourself. Then why You're bother? protected little bug. Oh, right? there's no like fall damage nothing there's no stakes it's just taking photos and guess what you didn't get that photo redo the level do it again and get the photo then yeah what about Mm -hmm. ghost pokemon you can get photos of ghost pokemon really are they do they have like an ookie spooky vibe to them do they have in my head the way nintendo does ookie spooky is boo's castle in super mario bros and that sort of stuff is there anything like trying to be like chilled like or Luigi's I, Mansion. I love Luigi's Mansion. Is we it that vibe? Time. No, we it's should, just... We should play that together. That's co-op. Is it co-op? I love mm-hmm. Luigi's Mansion. I played mm-hmm. it so much. I love it. We should mm-hmm. definitely play that. Mm-hmm. Um, oh my god, I didn't know that we could do that. Let's I do didn't that. get it's to the so point because you have to get through like the prologue to get to unlocking co-op. I hope it's online, but I, I'm not 100%. Oh, I've already beat the game. That's fine. Well, I never got there, but I, I would oh. get there so we could play together. So we wouldn't yeah. have a Monster Hunter world situation on our hands again the worst the worst ever so what was i saying about this game 
Oh, it's it's, it's kind of. I find that the 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 aspects though, instead of like ghost Pokemon, instead of it being ooky spooky, I find it's more dreamy. Like the dark oh, okay. things are more like like the music's very like soft and dreamy, and like you hear like a lot. It's very like ASMR. You hear like a lot of like rustling in the bushes and stuff. It's a very relaxing game. Yeah, I find. You know. Yeah. So how many different tracks? I guess. How many different ride-alongs can you go? Here. Uh, 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. So there's 12 different maps that you can do. But the difference with this one is that with the old Pokemon Snap, it was Mew was the only like boss level one where you just had to photograph the one Pokemon. Yeah. With this one, each region mm-hmm. has these Pokemon where they're like big. I forget what they're called, but they're like bigger and sparkly. And you have to just get photos of that Pokemon. Oh, and it's just okay. you on a track following this one beautiful shining Pokemon. Mm-hmm. And in every different region, they have a different one. So there's um, Bayleaf. Is that the yep. fully Chikorita? Yeah, they yep. have a they have a Bayleaf. They have, um, you know, the ugly fish. Which one? The super colorful way over the top ugly fish? No, not the one that looks like a drag queen. The one that yeah. looks like it's all warty. And then it evolves into something pretty. Oh, yeah. Is what it Phoebus? Phoebus. What does Phoebus evolve into? Militic. They have a Militic. They have... Um, so they have a bunch of different ones. Um, and it's really... Those are more like the boss levels. Do... Where you just... They become a slightly more challenging. Okay. But, like, when I say more challenging, I mean, like, you just have to make sure you hit it with the right crystal ball so it comes out and sparkles. You know? Yeah. So... Are there social elements to this game? Does it take your friends list and compare your scores for each map to your friends? No, which I wish it did. Like that I wish like there a was no-brainer. more. Right? I wish you could like connect with your friends. I yeah. wish you could show each other your photos. I know yeah. you can download the photos um and do things like that, but there there isn't an aspect like that where you can kind of connect and trade and show things. Um unless I'm crazy and you can and I'm just forgetting. Mm. But yeah, there isn't anything like that. And it's mostly just like, it's a fairly easy game to get through very fast. Like I powered through it like within, um, I would say eight hours. Yeah. Right. But it, but I find with Pokemon Snap, there's a lot of replayability because mm-hmm. you want to be able to get four stars on every single Pokemon in the game. Sure. So there's like a gotta catch them all aspect, but instead of catching them, you're photographing them. I do remember the game receiving that criticism when it first came out. I didn't play it, although I feel like I kind of missed the boat. I feel like that's the coziest version of Pokemon that I could interact with. But one oh, of my mods, coziest. yeah, one of my mods uh, had really strong nostalgic ties to the '90s version, so bought the new one day one, I think, and played it immediately and streamed it. So I popped in and, and hung out. I remember a lot of the conversation around it being that it was shorter than people wanted and it had fewer tracks than people wanted, especially kind of compared to the gaming landscape as it was like Mm -hmm. in the nineties, an eight hour game with a bunch of replayability where you kind of just do the same thing relatively repetitively goes a long way. But now we have games that come out that are like 100 hour experiences that are something new every step of the way. Did you find that eight hours was a short experience for a game that likely costs 80 Canadian dollars. Oh, so expensive. Yeah. No, I find that this one was for me, I wasn't disappointed. Mm -hmm. And the only reason I wasn't was because I didn't expect any more from Pokemon. Sure. You know, it's like, I'm, 
I yeah, I've learned. I know they're gonna give me the fucking bare minimum. You know, Are you guys even trying? Yeah, I know they're gonna be like, guess what? You're gonna fucking pay me anyway. Here's mm-hmm. nothing. Yeah. So I wasn't expecting a ton. Mm-hmm. I was a little surprised when I was just like, oh, that's it. Yeah, we're done. But I find the levels are so beefy that I'm kind of okay with it. You know, there's a lot of Pokemon. There's a lot of content within each level. Mm-hmm. They are a little shorter. Some of them are very short. Mm-hmm. And what I liked about the old Pokemon was like, some of them were short, but you could kind of like go off the track. Like if you yeah. did like a special thing. I remember mm-hmm. in my days in the Blockbuster in scary Brampton, Ontario, Brampton. That you could like hit a switch and change tracks if you did a yeah. specific thing. Can you not do that in the more recent one? Not to my knowledge, unless you could, and I'm blanking because I'm a little tired, but mm. it doesn't happen a lot. Right. Right. And it, usually with a lot of that switch, it would happen right before the end of the game. Sure. I find in this one, uh, it does happen for one of the tracks where you think it's going to be over, but you actually go and you travel down into this really cool ghost pokemon psychic pokemon area which i really enjoyed like that one was really 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 fun it was closer to the end of the game uh and i love that level it's beautiful but yeah it's not a lot of those Mm. so it could have more beef definitely especially because it is so fun like i feel like with something like this i would want at least bare minimum 30 levels yeah and i feel like for the again 80 canadian dollars you can't yeah. want that. Now, that like, being said, I still think the perfect length of a game to me is between 10 and 12, 10 and 14 hours, I think is the perfect length of a game for me. Ah. That being said, I'm not paying $80 for it. Ah. I don't think that that math lines up as much as I enjoy a game that manages to wrap up a narrative in a meaningful way in that slightly condensed timeline. Mm-hmm the dollar per hour of enjoyment is still skewed too poorly. If that's a, well, I think the switch just needs to kind of understand that not every game, not every single one has to be $80, but we just give them the money when we do it anyway, no matter what. No, it's the shortest worst game ever. Yeah. It's Tetris. What? $80. What? I'd pay $80 for Tetris and you should too. I still haven't downloaded it. That's fine. We haven't mm-hmm. hit 100 followers yet, so. Oh, is that the goal? Yeah, if we hit 100 followers. Maybe if you showed tetris. your tits more. Oh, my God. It is an audio podcast. <laughs> just for everybody wondering right now, the microphone is just softly resting in between Jackson's breasts. My bosom. His bosoms. His large, rippling pecs. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So speaking of pecs, are there bigger pecs, bigger checks in this game? Oh my god, it's <laughs> you're not about this game at all. No, I, I'm I'm into it. I'm into the conversation. Keep it keep it going. Keep it flowing. Keep it going. Okay, yeah. I I don't remember if there's much oaks in the game. Yeah. Uh, I just tried to tie it back to pecs. That was the only reason I chose. Pecs. Oh, okay. I was yeah. just like, I'm really. If confused. it felt forced um, and it felt like I was showing resistance, it was literally just that. I was trying to. Make oh, it's pecs, just about the pecs. Just about make the pecs. pecs make more sense. Um, I mean, yeah. I would say it's a great game. It's got a lot of little secrets. Oh my God. There are 24 courses that can be traveled to, including the research camp. Oh, so you wanted 30, 24 was off the mark. Wow. 
did they update this game after it came out? Did they? There was DLC? a DLC. There was a DLC. There okay. was a DLC, and it was the Ice Camp, which was very fun. Mm. Um, so I think that maybe what I'm thinking, what I'm seeing is the 24 courses. Is that some of the courses you can go on daytime and night? Oh, that's yes. cheap. Yeah, that so they're counting that as two different ones. That's two different ones. So you have your one, and then there's the daytime version, and then the nighttime version. Which is fun because it's different Pokemon and it's nighttime and a lot of them are bioluminescent and it's pretty, they're a lot more calming. Um, but yeah, I think that's where the 24 courses are. Because I was like, I don't remember there being 24, but th- I think it doubles up. Yeah, that feels a little cheap. It feels a, a little bit. cheap. A but, but I still think that's cool. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And then there's like under, oh, this is what's different. You can go underwater with this one. I was going to ask, you mentioned... Phoebus, fish Pokemon, and you mentioned Whale Lord, or uh, oh, yeah. you said Whale Mer, Whale Lord is is the evo- is the evolution. Yeah, Whale Mer and Whale Lord. Whale yeah, Lord is the biggest Pokemon in the Pokedex. Yeah, I fucked it up. Oh yeah, because there's the volcano, the seafloor, the forest, Shiver Snowfields, the cave, and the ruins. Oh, the ruins is what I like. Mm. That's the one. Yeah. Secret side path. I didn't play that one. Oh, well, fire okay. it up right now. What are you doing? G- we'll pause. Guess I'm guess I'm gonna be playing. Wow, wow, wow. We'll be right back after Juice has played this level. Shoo. Wow, what a great level. And we're back. Thanks for waiting <laughs> patiently, everyone. <laughs> so, Jackson, with that being said, I know we've been diving a lot about this one. Um, but what what do you think? Would you play this? I think you have kind of sold me on this cozy Pokemon approach. I think but only people, if somebody bought it for you. I was going to say, we can talk about the dollars at the end of the day here. But I think the cozy approach has its hooks in me a little bit. We enjoy mm-hmm. Pokemon enough. I think it is inherently a cozy game experience. Yeah. You're exploring. The stakes are pretty low. You're never going to have to reset very far. You're not missing progress. You're just always kind of continuing on that path. You mm-hmm. can relax and take a pause take a breath you can it is very repetitive gameplay in a sense that i think finds you a meditative state i think it does align with the the cozy gamer values i'm not a full-time cozy gamer so i can't speak for all cozy gamers but i think that is the the appeal from what you've explained to me so far okay i think it could definitely be strengthened with a number of things i think the social aspect of it is lacking now that's on brand for nintendo there is what's known as weird nintendo decisions which to every consumer in its consumer base make perfect sense to do blank and we will give you money and they say nah they just won't fucking do it we're okay one of them is engaging social elements to their games they don't Mm -hmm. like it they don't like to make it easy for you to team up with someone online That being said, in the most recent Pokemon games, you get room codes and shit like that. But like having a friends list on Nintendo online services, voice chat, any of like none of that. It's so challenging. It's so stupid and and convoluted for no reason. So I think they it's no one's it's a surprise to no one that these things are missing. But if this game had a leaderboard that you can compare your scores to your friends, if oh fun. co-op mode where you're both sat in the train and you had voice chat and i could be like juice look over here to our left 
and you spin oh, your that character would be around so and you fun. look and you see the thing and experience that together. I think that would be an incredible social experience. Imagine selfie mode. Oh my God, adorable, right? We have two of our, fuck it, don't put any effort in. Use the Miis. Use the Nintendo me characters that we've designed. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know there's so much potential for them to do so much with these games, but it's like they just don't want to, you know? I think they get their own vision and they make that vision true. In my daily life, my job is a community manager on a Marvel game. And we do a lot of listening to our fan base and, and adjusting mm -hmm. feedback when it seems necessary to kind of cater to those fan bases. It seems like Nintendo oftentimes just ignores it. They're like, we have an idea for the game. We're making that game. We're doing it. But I, I think too, but if you think about it, the fan base is so massive mm -hmm. for Pokemon. Like mm -hmm. it's the whole world mm -hmm. and it's billions and billions of people who play this game um, from amateur gamers to pro gamers to people who are just starting out with it. So it would be so hard to really listen to the community when the community is so big. That is you a know? big thing. That's something I'm definitely learning as a community manager, as a rel relatively new to the role. Mm -hmm. If you have a fan base over a certain threshold, size threshold, you cannot make a choice that makes everyone happy. You no, someone's going to be mad. Cannot, and that is a difficult spot. So yeah, maybe you get to a point and you're like, we can't make everyone happy. Inevitably, we're going to piss off fifty percent of our fan base if we do option A, and the other fifty percent if we do option B cool we're just gonna do what we think is awesome we're gonna make because you're gonna game. buy it anyway so you're gonna buy it anyways mother and mother. here we are i bought so it I anyway think if they added these social elements they added a co-op mode mm -hmm. if they fleshed out more levels really i i don't mind it being on rails i don't i think it adds to the the coziness of it mm -hmm. if they added all of those things that would be a must purchase for me let me ask you this before we dive into like how much money we think this game should cost. Okay. Picture this same Picture. things we just added in. Okay. As a VR game. Oh, I'm so in. Is that not the oh perfect fucking game? Oh my god, I'm so fucking in. VR headset. Holy you shit. You and me sat together on a train. I say, Juice, look to your left. You physically in your seat swivel to your left and look and we share a moment together i'm the happiest person in the world fucking what unreal a, right what you a wonderful second hands. date click 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 it's the greatest you're actually taking the photos that would be the fucking perfect game uh nintendo if you're listening um imagine a switch vr how shit it would be they have it and it is shit it is no, a they cardboard don't. box that you put your Switch in and you put it on your dumb face. You're lying to me. That's real. That's real You're stuff. You're lying. Right here, watch. It Switch is a card. You're lying. VR Labo for Nintendo Switch. What are we looking at here? I'm okay. so mad. This one's not the official one. This one is someone someone made this with a 3D printer. Ooh, ooh, bad reviews. They're so ugly. Yeah, it's all bad. Labo. That's what it is. Nintendo Labo Toy-Con 04 VR kit. Yeah. It looks... <laughs> you look so dumb. It looks so stupid. There are better ones made by third-party developers, it looks like, that are, like, 3D printed plastic. A little bit better. the stupidest fucking thing you I've ever seen in my life. so dumb, kid. I'm looking at you right now. Oh, my God. Oh, that's so, so upsetting. Stupid. 
there's such potential there, especially because so many Switch games are so cool and so fun that yeah. to have a VR hmm. aspect to them yeah. would be incredible. Yeah. Right? But So the game as it is, sit uh-huh. on rails, take pictures of cute Pokemon, good in concept, maybe a little underdeveloped, a little bit light on the content, fewer tracks than we want, fewer features yeah. than we want. What yeah. do you think this game should cost? $35. $35. That seems reasonable to me. I yeah. might even say I'd be okay to pay 40. The thing I'd be is, fine with 40. Yeah. I'd be pleased. I'd be I'd be pleased as a peach if it was 35. I'd be fine if it was 40. I'd be yeah. maybe almost okay 100. I was annoyed. Bit but much. I will be can I say I didn't buy it. Somebody bought it for me. Son of a bitch. It was a gift. Santa's nice. Yeah. That's very nice. I got to try and be on the nice list this year, I think. Oh, not the naughty list. Oh. I think the, that's another thing with Nintendo is their games very rarely go on sale. Their first party titles, the like only if time you, you right now, go on sale is if it. you buy it secondhand. That's exactly it. Mm-hmm. And I sold maybe six or seven, maybe eight Nintendo Switch games on Marketplace for $200. Mm-hmm. like that because the second hand oh, switch games market is fire people are like well, oh my god i can get a game at any discount yes please it's insane but they have such a hold on us yeah and i'm just waiting for them to come out with like a switch pro and then i'm fucking done i want them to though because no, the games uh... that they're making right now even the third-party developers like think back um i don't know if you if we shared this experience but playing cult of the lamb Fantastic yeah. game. Fucking loved it. Played on PC, smooth. Played on Switch. Ugh. And the game, like, not a demanding game at all. No. It's, and Switch, I find, that's why I don't want them to come out with a new one, because the new one, I think, is going to be just as bad. The thing is, when Nintendo makes new consoles, they're not aiming to compete with the current generation of consoles from Nintendo and Microsoft. They don't care. They don't see no. them as competitors. They've outright said this as a business. We do not, we are not competing with Microsoft and Sony. That doesn't apply to us. They have I wish their they own would. business model. They do their own thing. They have their uh, own IPs that work really, really well and make them billions of dollars. And they don't need high-end, top-tier quality hardware to do it. And they're still doing me, fine. I wish they would. Yeah. You know? Because sometimes you, like, especially when you see, like, a beautiful game like Spider-Man or, like, um, Star Wars, like, Fallen Order and stuff. Like, those are the ones where I was like, oh, my God, these are gorgeous. Or, like, even um, Detroit Become Human. Stunning. Yeah. And you're like, stunningly beautiful game. Could you imagine this with Zelda or Pokemon? But here's the uh, thing. Zelda's Zelda's beautiful. uh, but, um, But imagine it with the graphics of, like, Fallen Order or something like that. It would be insane the last of to us see, part two god of War. oh to see link like so detailed or yeah. pokemon so detailed yeah would be nuts nuts so i think you could make you could make a case saying like these properties are better off being forced to be stylized because like my favorite and honestly they made it work kudos to them but mm-hmm. the detective pikachu film poster behind me Oh, such a good when, movie. Such a good movie. When they such made movie. that movie and they put out the first image of Pikachu and everyone's like, why is Pikachu furry? And you're like, it's an animal. It's an animal. It is a mouse. 
and they're like, oh, okay, that makes sense. So it is jarring, but now that I think, the more I think about it, like, yeah, it's jarring because it's being forced into a stylized space. But when they pulled it off in fucking Detective Pikachu, they looked great. Charizard, Gyarados, they all looked cool. Shout out Mr. Mime, the funniest scene in the whole movie. Oh, that was funny. Yeah. That was a good one. Yeah. But speaking of funny, um, what would you rate? Didn't you say fun? That was a fun one? What? And then you went speaking of funny, but you didn't say funny. Jackson, it's very late for me. It is 1030. It's yes, I go to bed at nine thirty. Right, that's my bad. So we'll cut all this out. <laughs> you don't have to. Uh okay, Jackson. So what would you rate Pokemon Sound? I didn't Give play it. it. Why don't you tell me what you would rate? <laughs> I would rate it seven grumpy blastoise up past their bedtime out of ten um lukewarm Charizards on a cold beach. Right. That's a good one. Um, I would rate our discussion of this uh, nine gold balls out of ten. Nine gold balls. Mm. Rock solid. Solid as a rock. What do you want to talk about now? <laughs> Bestie, we have a thank podcast. You so much. We have a we podcast. Have a podcast. So thank you so much <laughs> for following us and supporting. We really appreciate it. I'm sorry. I'm so tired. Um, I, we really appreciate all the support. It's very kind of you to guys keep listening every single week. And if this is your first week listening, welcome. Hi. My name's Juice. This is Jax. If you liked us, that's our names. If you don't like us, I don't know what to fucking tell you. But uh, if you want to, you can follow us on our socials, which are Instagram.com slash ItDangerPod or TikTok at It's Dangerous To Go Alone Pod. So follow us on all of our socials. Don't forget to give us a follow on any of the media that what's it called the apps Platform, that you're listening on platforms, platforms apps, that you're yeah. listening on whatever you're listening on give us a like give us a you follow we would really appreciate it um and we're gonna see you guys next week so thank you guys so much again for the support and bye <laughs> another banger of a conclusion let me tell you <laughs> <laughs>